Praise the Lord. Good morning. When I invited a Catholic friend of mine with a fantastic oratorial skill to join me on a daily motivational and inspirational YouTube podcast group targeting mental wellness for a diverse audience, my young friend's ego balked at the idea. She died a little inside, imagining an endless future of boring spiritual conversations and organizing probably spiritual luncheons and baking casseroles during the weekend and chatting about spirituality. She said, spiritual busy work with friends and friendly acquaintances is not her style of how she would like to spend a weekend. She told me, no thank you. I love Jesus, but I fear that spiritual intellectualization will force me into a shallow box. This got me thinking, why is it spiritually awakened or spiritual people are thought to be as an exclusive insulated club of buttoned up solemn gents and ladies who stayed inside a comfortable Christian bubble. I know a lot of us, young folks included, struggle with truly embracing our spiritual self because of the stereotype associated with the idea. It appears to most to accept Jesus, we must stop everything else that aligns us to the mainstream, fun group of people. I disagree that embracing spirituality actively means to love ourselves any less. I am not meaning that spiritually awakened people hate themselves. It's just that there are also some of us that struggle with loving ourselves because we are afraid that we will end up becoming prideful and start having the worldly self-love of caring about ourselves more than we care about anyone else or esteeming oneself about others. What we really need to learn is godly self-love. Godly self-love is liking who God created you to be and projecting that onto others, to be proud of who we are projecting ourselves as and for who. It is not prideful, nor is it self-condemning to the point where you have a prideful humility. It is being grateful for how God made you. You are a unique, beautiful person that He is using to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. To love God, we don't have to be tardy or let go of personal grooming. Our body and soul has been given to us by God and as keepers of both it is our moral and spiritual duty to look after our body and soul to its highest, fullest potential possible. God's people don't have to look boring or unfashionable. We can choose the image we want to project to the world as we feel comfortable. After all, if we are going to represent God's purpose, we must not scare away other people, making them wonder, is this what happens to God's people? God's people can party, they can dress well, 
have great jobs, live in posh localities, own properties and several cars and gadgets and may even be part of the jet-setting tribe of movers and shakers. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. The spectacular Sistine Chapel and many of the other grand architectural and artistic designed churches are proof of the grandeur of God. Jesus tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Mark 12 verse 31 Well, we can't love our neighbors correctly if we can't love ourselves correctly. Therefore, we not only should treat those we come in contact with like our neighbors with kind affection and all manner of polite sophistication, but we must also treat ourselves in that very same way. In addition to how we appear and carry brand Jesus externally, the spiritual awakened and the not so awakened can also work on internalizing the external goodness we want to be known for. To get started on what we need to change internally in order to teach ourselves how to love ourselves so that we can love others better, there can be three things that we can start pondering upon and working upon immediately. Firstly, stop negative talk and thought. Jesus states that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Luke 6 verse 45. We need to start holding every thought captive in Christ. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 and start letting his words of truth and love to fill our heart and mind. There is a lot of power in our words. God created man in his image and he created everything through the word. Therefore, since we are his creation, our words also hold power. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Proverbs 18.21 Who wants to eat dead fruit? We want to speak words of life, even to ourselves. When we do this, it will change how we speak to others and therefore spread the light of life around us and inside us. Secondly, we must learn to forgive ourselves. I realized if we cannot forgive ourselves, then we may not yet forgive others. That may sound harsh, but Jesus stated that we have to forgive others and when we do not forgive, we will not be forgiven. Matthew 6 verse 15 Well, I believe this can apply to forgiving oneself also. We are belittling his sacrifice when we don't forgive ourselves. We are saying to him, we are unforgivable and that is wrong. For love keeps no records of the wrongs. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 5 Therefore, in order for us to love ourselves, we must destroy all those records in our head about our past. For as far as the east is from the west, so my sins are removed from me. Psalm 103 verse 12 Thirdly, the thought should be, how we need to be grateful for how God made us and to realize He knows we are not perfect. I know that is actually two points in one. 
but they work together. In Psalm 139, verse 14, David, a man who made mistakes, was flawed, states that, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul, I know it very well. He understood that even though he was imperfect, he was still fearfully and wonderfully made by God. We are all part of God's creation and we must remember that when he created man and woman, he saw that all he had made and it was good. I am beginning to realize that the old saying that you can't love others if you can't love yourself has some truth to it. Yet it would be a better saying that you can't love others at your fullest if you can't love yourself. Because I do love others but I believe I could love them better if I learn to love myself better. If we are quick to criticize ourselves, we are most likely quick to criticize others. If we are constantly thinking and talking negatively about ourselves, we are most likely thinking and talking negatively about others also. In other words, how we treat ourselves will affect how we treat others. We may not be able to change the whole world, but if we each can vouch for our very own personal transformation and spiritual awakening, then we have contributed to our purpose. As individually, we each have the power to attract and create change. Therefore, learn to love yourself because you know that you are loved by your Heavenly Father and then project that love unto others. Let us pray. My loving God, thank you for all the wonderful blessings you have given me through my relationship with Jesus Christ who serves as my advocate in all situations. In Christ, I am chosen in love and much more, including freedom from sin and death protection from evil, empowerment to overcome fear, and ability to enjoy peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' name, Amen. I wish you all a very beautiful day ahead. May God bless you. Take care, stay safe, stay blessed.